Well, hello, hello. Welcome to Orchid Bloom's podcast. Welcome back, bloomers. My name is Orchid Brown, and I am your host with Orchid Bloom's podcast. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Orchid I Brown. Today's episode is a continuation of the previous episode on warrior mindset. I wanted to dedicate an episode to victim mentality so that my audience would be able to tell the difference between a victim mentality and a warrior mentality. After I had recorded the previous podcast episode, I went to a lunch at my workplace to say goodbye to a coworker. And as we were there, there's stories that were being shared. And so one of the girls um, that were there was talking about how at the previous conference for my job, the one I did not attend, they decided to have uh, a game in the, during the conference where everyone at a table had to participate in answering these questions. And then once the, they put their results in and once the results came back, they all had to separate in teams. Anyway, someone from our specific office was labeled a victim and everyone in the office laughed and just couldn't believe it because everybody was was not. They were basically put in the category of a leader, a boss almost, but he was the only one, and I say he, he was the only one amongst the team to have been considered a victim. If you had actually met this guy, he's a genuine, kind-hearted person. He's very authentic in himself. You've never seen him upset. These are the type of people that scare me. But in the workplace, it's fine. (laughs) But we all just kind of sat around at a table laughing at him. And I thought, you know, the only reason why we could do this is because he would let us do this. But I didn't really say much. I just I was just shocked that an employer would create a game where it separated the winners from the losers by labeling people uh, a leader or a victim. And I think there was maybe one other person on the team that was like an in-between. I forgot what they said they labeled that person. But my thought was, if you're going to do a conference where you invite a bunch of employees to part, you know, to be a part of this conference and have speakers and everything. And then you have each table, which is like, uh, I guess, a recognized, it's like a different department for each table. And you decide to hand out, you know, these, this game almost, and then they all had to fill it out. Why would you, why would you want to create a game that would isolate and showcase that one person on the team is a victim? I thought, is that supposed to build morale? So I thought that was just kind of weird and I wanted to share that because this person had brought this up at the at the lunch and I literally just finished writing a podcast episode about victim mentality and talking about that and here we are having that discussion where someone on our team was listed as a victim except I haven't really spoken to him enough to find out if he if he is a person that has victim mentality. So that's going to be a topic that I might talk about in another podcast episode. But I really wanted to share that story because it literally floored me, literally floored me, I guess, because there's maybe like two, three guys in our office and 
he was the one guy to be labeled a victim and most of our office is dominated by female and so all the females that attended the conference were labeled leaders now we get back into warrior mindset as i said i feel it is the opposite of victim mindset so let's get into it a warrior mindset is the ability to face challenges head-on with courage and determination it's about being resilient in the face of adversity and never giving up people with a warrior mindset are fighters they constantly moving forward and always striving to be better I had mentioned to a guy that I'm working with that I wanted to write a podcast episode on Warrior Mindset. And so we got into this discussion where we discussed, you know, Warrior Mindset. He did not feel that anyone should be calling themselves a warrior, much less saying that they have a warrior mindset. And I said, well, most people that I that I meet that do have warrior mindset, they don't actually come out and say, I have warrior mindset. <laughs> it's, they don't they have nothing to prove to anyone by saying that. So I, I didn't understand. He was like, no, but he's like, you have to understand when I think about warrior or warrior mindset, the only people that I feel that can um, have that title, he said, are soldiers. And I said, why would you why would you say that? And he said, well, because they have gone to war and they've fought battles and they have survived. So in his mind, he feels like they are warriors. I said, yes, some are warriors, but not all of them are warriors. I understand that you might be lumping, you know, the admin people that are into that, that are considered soldiers into the warrior definition and i understand that you might you may even lump some of those those people that go to impoverished countries supposing to help and end up you know doing some bad things some bad things including you know harming children um forcing themselves on on women because they feel like they can do that and there's a lot of cases where war has brought out the worst in certain people that they go to a territory that housed a lot of people that they dislike people that they have this deep hatred for when in in the long run it really has nothing to do with the people it's about governments government fighting against each other and people are sent in to fight the wars for powerful people while powerful people are drinking tea and eating their most expensive stuff and wearing their wonderful clothes you have these soldiers going to, to countries going to territories and, and harming those that are cannot really defend themselves or if they can defend themselves, they're considered horrible people. So I said, I understand that you feel that all soldiers are warriors, but you also have to consider some of the news that have been coming over, coming out over time. And some of those stories are, you know, for example, the Haiti story that came out. And this is what I was telling him that, you know, the, the head of, of Haiti told the UN that he, they don't want them back in their country ever again, not even to help. And he was like, what? And I said, yes, because these so-called soldiers who were there to help the, the Haitians who were going through hard time at the time definitely went there and decided to start forcing themselves on on the women and gave them chlamydia and the only reason why they knew 
that um, the soldiers were the ones that do that did it. It's not just because they said that these men ard them. It's also because most of the females that were ard by these men got chlamydia. So the cases were so large and so so strong that the the government of Haiti was like, listen, you are supposed to come into this country to to help us, not come into this country and and terrorize our our women, take advantage, harm our children, and do all that stuff. So uh, I said, you know, that story came out one day and then it just disappeared because again, the UN is a part of a world government. It's one of the, it's basically owned by one of the powerful, powerful countries in the world. I can't say which one. I'm sure y'all can piece it together. So I said to him, don't think that this is not happening in so many different parts of the world in other third world countries that these supposed soldiers go in to do humanitarian work and to help out and of course take advantage of the situation and know that maybe the government will not defend themselves they will not stand up against an entity such as the un and say look this is what's happening you are going to pay for it kind of thing and so he just kind of looked at me and he went okay, well, based on what you're saying, he's like, I can understand that not all soldiers would be considered warriors. And I said, of course, I, when you go through the training regiments that a lot of these soldiers have to go through to even qualify, yes, that is a part of the warrior mindset training altogether. I get that. But there's a lot of predators. There's a lot of people with ill thoughts, people that want to be in a position of power, and maybe thought that going into the military will definitely do that. There's a reason why there's so many cases of sexual assault in in the military towards women who are are trying to to be soldiers themselves. So I said, you you have to understand you cannot give every single soldier the title of warrior. Yes, they passed this training. Yes, they were able to get through that, but now that they've accomplished their goal of wearing a coat of armor that says that they're the good guys and they can go into other countries and do bad things and get away with it, that that's not a warrior mindset, in my opinion. So I think that you need to evaluate your thought process on warrior, especially a warrior mindset. It's not just all soldiers like if you fight for your country you're considered a warrior you would be surprised at some of these these guys that enter into becoming a soldier and their past history they could have done it because they had no other option because they would most likely would have been caught for some of the devious things that they've done in their own families so no you cannot tell me that a soldier would is is the only people in the world that can be considered a warrior not when the evidence against that is is mounting every single day so after i argued my point with this co-worker um, and break it down a little bit for him to understand he did he did turn around and he said you know what you are right just because they have served or gone through the military training and and you know did it doesn't necessarily mean that that they should be given the title of warriors because we really don't know what they have done and i said exactly i understand warrior is a mindset it's a mindset and there's too many 
men and women that have gone to war and they've lost limb some of them have have experienced the most devastating things that they've ever seen in their entire life and it has scarred them and they have come back and they are struggling with ptsd they're struggling with with memories and flashback because they've been traumatized now i understand if you want to give those people warrior mindset because they could have easily gone down the path as other soldiers who have taken their own lives and that that to me is scary because you survive the war but then you come back to real life and you cannot function and you cannot live and then you realize if you want this torture in your mind to end you will have to take your life and they end up doing so and the, but and then there are people that fight against all of that and they try to be there for their family even though they're not the same they're altered in some way i would understand if you considered them warriors because they fought that mental battle and won. But you cannot put every soldier in the same category. You just can't. So I wanted to share that discussion that I had with Dennis before going forward because I feel that there's a lot of people out there that just believe that people with warrior mindset has to be a soldier. They have to be, have fought a war. They would have had to have gone to a country and did some good. And most of the time, that is not the case. The warrior mindset could be for anyone. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have fought a war. Listen, if you look at life itself, there are people that have come out of situations that was considered a war. They have battled drugs. They have battled abuse within their family. They have, have survived incest and still focused on being the best version of themselves because they put in the work. You can still be a warrior for experiencing those types of situations. And so whenever, whenever I hear people come to me and they, they say things such as you can't be this and you can't be that if you haven't done this and you haven't done that, no way in hell. And after I told him that as well, he said, he turned around and he said to me, he's like, you know, I would have never truly considered myself a warrior because of what he has been through. And he says that, you know, the way that I broke it down for him and just kind of explaining to him the circumstances where people go to war every day doesn't have to be, you know, an, a physical war where guns and things are happening. If you look at the streets, sometimes you hear gunshots, not where I live, but you know what I mean? You hear gunshots. Someone is dying on the street. You have domestic war where you're living for some people. So he was like, if he really truly thought back on his past, he says, you know, he part, you know, part of his family is a drug dealer and he had to deal with a, a bunch of his part, one side of his family just being tough, rough and all about drugs and stuff like that. And he says, and you know, the other side of his family were, were all incest and pedophiles. And so, you know, he was, he was just raised in this in this toxic environment and he said he would have never thought of himself as a warrior unless he went to war but to hear me break down that what he has experienced what he has seen what he has dedicated his life to fight against and dislike that in anyone else 
is a battle that he was fighting since he was a child and look at him now he's he's not in the world of drugs and he definitely doesn't look at little girls and boys thinking oh i'm gonna get some of that look at that ripe ass you know what i mean like he he's not that guy he's completely against it he hates racism because again his family um because this this gentleman is is caucasian he's white and he knows that with everything that was going on racism was definitely one of them and he disapproves of of racism as well so he says he's he's dedicated his his life to making sure that he never became any of any one of those people he has never shown hate to people that were that didn't look like him he has made it a point to to stay focused and to make sure that he never becomes the people that he grew up hating and I said to him, you have a warrior mindset because you're focused. Yes, your family's dragging you down. Yes, your family's making it impossible for you to succeed if you truly think about it. But you also have to understand that you're still fighting every single day. Yes, you went through a period where you started turning to alcoholism to kind of survive your family and you used to drink bottles after bottles daily just to numb what you've been through because your inner child is traumatized you are traumatized you are surrounded by these people every day always coming to your house you see them on the street because y'all still live in the same hood you know what i mean and I said to him, you are still fighting that war within yourself to, to not allow your circumstances to be just like theirs. But they keep dragging you back and they keep dragging you down. And I said, you are a warrior because every single day that I talk to you at work, you are working on something. You are staying focused. You, yes, you're depressed. Yes, you're losing sleep because the the fighting is is becoming a bit harder for you now over all of these years but you're still waking up and you're still choosing to do better and be better even in exhaustion even when you come into work and you start fighting with me and like playing around but sometimes you know some of the stuff that comes out of his mouth i know this is really how he feels even though he calls it a joke he is still trying to be a good person and i joke back and i make fun of him and i was like i just tell him exactly what he's already telling himself every single day and then we laugh about it and for some apparent reason that makes him feel better and then i said okay what's your plan well after we're done making fun of each other and bullshitting around what is your plan and he goes okay this is what i've been thinking and we go into it and we talk over it and we decide and i said all right now that we know that this is what you need this is what you need this is what you need you know how are we going to accomplish the first thing and this is how we talk on a daily basis i provide him with that encouragement because i don't want him to slip i don't want him to fall back into into whatever state he was years ago when he was an alcoholic and he's grateful for that because I, he gets a renewed encouragement and he goes home and yes he's looking at his father who's put him through hell and he's looking at his mother who's who's put him through hell and he sees those family members coming on a daily basis and he's just like i want to end myself but he won't because he wants better for himself he wants a better life and he's willing to fight for it and now he comes into work and he has someone that shares that same point of view as him and is there to encourage him and go don't you dare 
don't you dare slip get back on that horse i will come to where i will slap you and he would just laugh about it and he's like okay you can slap me <laughs> you know and so it's really positive sorry this story was so long but i needed you to kind of understand his background as well and where that thought process that being a warrior having a warrior mindset was only strictly for certain types of people and us having that discussion back and forth about it just kind of enabled him to see himself as someone that is a warrior because he did fight and he did win he just doesn't feel it yet having a warrior mindset means a positive you have a positive focus on your mission and demonstrating behavior to back it up we are all capable of adapting a warrior mindset it's just a question of commitment. The misconception of warrior mindset is that those who have it are arrogant or just assholes. They assume warrior mindset means to treat people poorly, but that is not the case at all. How you treat people says a lot about you. You aren't a warrior for treating people like shit. Warriors put themselves on the line for people they serve. A warrior is completely focused discipline and aggressive not out of selfishness but on behalf of others having warrior mindset it's almost like having or living a regimented life and there are certain rules that people feel that they would have during this their regiment as warriors so the first one that i could find was only move when it benefits you so every move is a risk. Leaving your job for something else, investing your money in a new business, every movement invites the unknown into your life. We have all had to weigh the pros and cons of our decision, but making the right choices is not just about the advantages, it's also about discipline. Being impulsive without thought is just foolishness. The issues from those with victim mentality is that they are impulsive and undisciplined. They have many interests, but all fade when faced with obstacles. They won't be able to carry on, even if their life depended on it. Always maintain the discipline required to carry on. We all make decisions when there are less than 50-50% chance of success. We knew but we wanted to prove it <laughs> until we were depleted, no energy, gave up time and sacrificed our money in hopes that we would work out. And I mean, that's great. It's great to bet on yourself. Even when the chances are less than 50%, we're still betting on ourselves and we are willing to sacrifice to do so. And that is great. We behave like this in relationships, friendships, career, business. I mean, you know you know the saying, you meet this person, you know you're not compatible, you know you won't really work. Uh, you have this friend that is completely out of your league, but you really want to be around them and you just can't keep up. You have this career that you, you've pushed and you've dedicated to, be, to go into and then once you get there, you realize it's really not the place for you, but you're going to keep pushing because you spent a lot of money, you've invested a lot of time and energy, and now you just need to make it work. And that's the same thing with business. You have this business idea, you are pushing to, to you know, make the business work, but it's, it's just not working. 
And you knew that up front. You knew that there was a less than 50% chance you were going to be successful, but you kept pushing anyways. And that is the saying, only move when it benefits you. You forget to calculate the time, energy, and money that decreases it to less than 50%. Some people are lucky, but is it only luck? They weigh the pros and the cons realistically before making decisions. And then they figure out if they will be advantaged in the situation by going forward. Sometimes luck has nothing to do with it. It's just planning and preparation. You got to take risks to win, but don't ever think that there wasn't any plan that was put into it. There's always some planning on someone's part they already know this is the amount of money and time that I'm willing to lose towards this situation. And if it goes over that, it means I cut my losses. These are decisions that people make every single day. Some people have that luck, but warrior mindsets are fully aware they can still fail, but they know what victory looks like and they are willing to overcome anything that might obstruct you or them in pursuit of it. Only move if it benefits you. It's not just about luck, hoping that it will work out. You aren't digging for gold. You you have built a strategy. You figured out where to dig. That takes time, planning, and strategy. Being impulsive will land you old, gray, and in your grave trying to 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 accomplish that dream that you've been working for over the years because you you didn't have a plan. All of your blood, sweat, and tears are now in that grave with you. You end up dying not being successful at something that you have put in time, money, and energy and sacrificed your time with your family and relationships for all because you did not put any planning into it you did not have a strategy and so your dreams are listed on your headstone the second rule that i found was know what unlocks your beast we have all heard of beast mode (laughs) some of us grew up on beast machines those cartoons and those shows you know really taught us about beast mode but as children you know we don't necessarily we just think it's cool to watch it on tv and then once we grow up hopefully we learn the lesson that everyone has their own beast mode everyone does and now when you look back at your childhood show that you used to watch you you look for example of beast mode in your life and maybe you can now relate to the transformation that we saw in these cartoons where we have performed or at least close to our top speed thinking sharply moving quickly completely focus on the task at hand beast mode It may not look like the cartoons that we used to watch, but we can accomplish that in our adult lives. Beast mode. You need to figure out your beast mode. Some people have regiments that they participate in every single day. They could wake up in the morning, take a cold shower. You know, those people that likes to take ice cold showers 
you have athletes that right after they work out or they finish a game, they would then go and, and they would sit in a tub of, of cold water and tons of ice is surrounding them and they just lay in there. And so that could be a regimen that you do. Some people, regular people, mostly drink coffee in the morning before they start their day. Or some people might grab their tea, they might go outside and just be one with nature in the morning, even though it's a little bit chilly, it's still fine. And they have this regimen that they do that kind of sets them up for the rest of the day. Everyone has a regimen. Some people might say ritual, but I'm not calling y'all witches, so I'm going to say regimen. <laughs> when I was writing this podcast episode, I thought, what is my beast mode? Um, I mean, I can tell you my daily routine when I wake up in the morning, but that doesn't necessarily contribute to my beast mode. It kind of contributes to a state of mind that I have going into work in the morning. You know, you wake up, um, I take a shower because I just love starting my day with a shower and I also love ending my day with a shower. It's, it's a, a nice regimen that I have for myself. And then, you know, I would make myself a nice tea and with the tea, I would add extra herbs such as, you know, jasmine. I would add, um, what else? I can't remember. Oh, cloves. And so I'd put it in this little thing and I'd put it with my, my green tea that has ginseng in it and I would mix it up and I would have that in the morning. Or some days I would, I like to, you know, do some cleansing routines, sometimes just to cleanse the liver, for example, like the olive oil or mix with lemon and a little bit of cayenne pepper just to like purge the liver in the morning but i mean i don't do that every single day so my normal regimen is wake up take a shower have my tea with my additional herbs i would you know go on my balcony i would look out and just kind of breathe in the morning air and then i would start my day but that's more of a calming thing it's the the beginning preparation for my day now beast mode is for me is is basically when i get upset and I channel my anger into to working for me. All that energy, because you produce a lot of energy when you're angry. You produce more energy when you're angry than you do when you're in love. You could be in love with somebody, but you're not producing at the capacity that you would have if you were angry. Now, once I learned and I figured out how much energy I was pushing out of myself being upset over situation, I realized that I needed to learn how to channel it so that my energy wasn't being wasted. And so I would channel my anger, the energy from my anger into what I'm doing and do a spectacular job at that. And I find that I, I do the best work when I channel that energy. Now, I would love to be able to tap into that burst of energy that I produce when I'm angry without having to be angry. And that's the concept that I'm working on currently right now is producing that energy and focusing it, just focusing it on what I'm doing. When I write my podcast episode, I am completely focused. I mean, there could be noise in the background. There could be something going on. Even at work, whenever, you know, it's a little bit dead, I have my book and I open it and I just start doing research and people would walk by my desk and they just see me writing up a storm, just writing up a storm. And they're like, wow, she's so focused, even though it doesn't look like she's doing any work. You know what I mean? It's learning how to, to channel that 
burst of energy that I produce when I'm upset to, to benefit me to my success, that's my beast mode. And so now that you know what I'm working on and, and what I'm trying to maintain, now you kind of have an understanding of what my beast mode looks like. The third rule that I found was commit to your objective without shame. You need a clear vision of victory to aim for. We want to generate wins rather than losses. The biggest issue we face is that we are afraid of what others will say of being labeled as the person who takes themselves too seriously. Listen, I've had people tell me that I take myself too seriously and I said, you know what, I do. But if I don't take myself seriously and really push for my goals, why would anyone else believe in me? And at the time, I was questioning this person's motives when they said something like that, where they're like, oh, you take yourself too seriously. And when I realized that this person was just looking for a way to take down my, my barriers so that they can get in, they did not have good intentions or pure intentions and that was the reason why the barriers were up in the first place. That was the reason why I was always busy. That's the reason why I just not, did not give them an opportunity to have access to me in the way that they wanted to. Now, when they said, stop taking yourself so seriously, it's their way of saying, you know, you can relax, just calm down, just let me in, just let me get whatever I came here for. I'm gonna take all your blessing, all your energy and use it in every way that I possibly can. And I just said, yeah, I'm gonna take myself seriously, bye. <laughs> in order to commit to your objective without shame, you need to do two things. Accept that people who judge your ambition and focus cannot be key players in your life. The second is block off period of time when you are 100% focused on work. And trust me, I have done that. And it kind of sucks when you work in an office because when I go into beast mode, I don't see anyone. But there's always that one person who has a shit ton of work to do, but for some reason they can't focus and they're dilly-dallying all day and they come over and they decide to interrupt your focus train and all the work that you're doing they, they come over and they say oh i can hear you typing up a storm over here orchid i see you working really hard and getting a lot of stuff done and now i have to stop what i'm doing to turn to them and entertain them for a few minutes that sometimes turn into 30 minutes and it's really annoying but so i can't really block off anytime because you have to be nice to your co-workers don't we yeah annoying this is how they do it in the military it's a it's a regime a regiment to keep you focused mind body and soul i am currently in quiet mode right now no one knows my business or my moves i hardly even post up on social media and the only time i post up is is in regards to my podcast episodes that i deliver on a weekly basis no one knows my business or my moves you will know when it's done and that includes family and friends. When you go underground, no one gets access to your energy. You're unreachable. You will do your best work in quiet mode. You may be sacrificing your personal life living this way, but the opposite is actually true. Warrior mindset is about training your brain. Warrior mindset is the original way of creative problem solving and thinking outside the box. 
where your mindset is more than aggressiveness and determination. It is about overcoming challenges and adversity. It's about processing, understanding, and being able to utilize a set of psychological and physical skills that allows someone to be effective, adaptive, and persistent. Real warriors have always been encouraged to train and accumulate both mental strength and physical strength. It is imperative that you work to develop a mental training program. You must be open to learning and eliminate mental roadblocks, which can be challenging. You must break yourself down and build yourself back up. A person with a victim mentality cannot do that. With proper training, you can possess the power to overcome any obstacle and change your outcome if you train yourself mentally. This is the point of which you will truly bring out the warrior mindset within yourself. In the previous podcast episode, I focused on victim mentality. It is a horrible way to live, but many people suffer from this mental illness. I am not sure why it has not been diagnosed as a mental illness, but it seems since it is connected to certain diagnosis that it is just a symptom. If all you have experienced in life is pain and suffering, then that's all you know. Trauma consumes you every day. You feel some moments of peace, but not enough to feel free. You are constantly reminded of your circumstances and you cannot be free. It's as though you are drowning and at any moment you could slip under and die. Having a warrior mindset doesn't mean you are a predator. As I mentioned in a previous podcast episode, you have just decided mentally that you are not prey nor predator. You don't have time for these types of thoughts. You don't see yourself as a loser. You are resilient. You are a beast if you need to be. You feel pain and disappointments like everyone else, but you do not stay in that state for too long. You pick yourself back up and you keep going. You choose to be the best version of yourself, just as people choose who they want to be and choose who they love. It is a mindset. You're choosing to love yourself when you pick the best version of you. It's a mindset. People fail but some do not allow failure to define them. At least they try, at least they lived. They can die tomorrow with no regrets. Victim mentality is most of the times about regret. They regret everything in their lives. They even regret breathing, the despair. When you are focused and disciplined, you don't have time for idle thoughts. The proverbs, an idle mind is the devil's workshop is something that comes to mind with victim mentality. Feeling that you are a victim in all situation is an idle mind mindset. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. You even have time for addiction. That helplessness requires idle time. You're in a car sitting in traffic doing nothing but waiting to move. That's idle time idle time to sit there thinking about how the world is against you because you're stuck in traffic oh my god the despair do you know how much time and energy it takes to think the world is against you 
If you want to develop a warrior mindset, you need to be clear on why you are doing what you are doing. Is your goal to be successful? That should be your first question. You need to train your mind for success, which means learning how to control your thoughts and emotions in order to stay focused on your goals and remain positive when things get tough. You need to visualize yourself as a warrior. See yourself as strong, capable, and courageous. Visualize yourself achieving your goal. It helps you to manifest. Embracing fear is one of the hardest things to do, but you must. If you want to survive, we are all uncertain about our paths. When we first start, we just walk. (laughs) We just walk it. But once we start to feel it, like this is our path, we begin to run. Never let fear stop you from taking actions. A warrior is always prepared for battle. We know that anything can happen at any time. We are ready for it. The next point to developing a warrior mindset is trying to stay calm under pressure. No matter what happens, try to stay level-headed and focus. It is important that you learn how to stay calm in stressful situations. Your emotions do not control you. You need to learn to accept that challenges are a part of your life. Life is not easy. Focus on what you can control. You can always control your attitude and your actions. The next point is that you remain persistent and never give up. Try not giving in to defeat. Warrior mindset means that you keep going even when things get tough. Have faith in yourself and your abilities. I have to say that I have experienced a period where I have felt defeated and it spanned over um, years. And so even though I got back up and I kept fighting, I found myself being just kicked back down constantly. And I just did not know what to do. So it took me some time where I just decided that maybe being kicked down is the universe's way of telling me that I just need to stay still for a moment, to just breathe for a moment, to stop fighting for a moment, and to just take a step back, plan, and strategize. And make sure that during this process, I am providing less energy, less time, and making more time for myself. And that is why the reset happened. Because even though I have started to do that before, in the past, I have have taken a step back and I've decided to plan and to strategize. But the problem was, I was not making any time for me, my self-care. And so you have to have a balance. So yes, as much as having a warrior mindset means that you're doing all of these individual things, you still have to remember to take care of you. So I don't want you to take from this podcast episode that you need to be, you know, on it constantly, not sharing time with your with your family, spending time with your kids if that's what you have in your life or or making time for yourself to really decompress and to take time for you i mean last weekend i took a bath i don't take baths i don't even like baths but i did it i'll never do it again in my bathtub but i mean if i was to buy a house in the future 
the one thing that this house is going to have is a huge bathtub. <laughs> so I feel like I'm swimming so that I can finally enjoy baths. So, you know, it's just those little things that you do for yourself that is important. So while you're on this journey of a warrior mindset, you still need to take a break from that, get out of beast mode for a moment, and just take some time for you. Even if it's just relaxing in your backyard with a nice drink, breathing in the fresh air, looking at the skies, looking at your flowers, if you have some in your backyard, or if you're living in an apartment and you live on a nice, nice floor where you get to just oversee the city, or you're going through, you know, going on a walk, you're going on a hike, whatever it is that you do for yourself just live in that moment and then once you get out of that moment and you get back to to your plans and you get back to work and you're working towards something you go into beast mode but understand that beast mode you don't sleep in it you don't you need to take that moment to really focus on you you need to take that moment so that you can truly treat yourself and this is something that a lot of people don't have when they are extremely focused. And so I wish that for you. So this concludes the podcast episode. Thank you for supporting Orchid Bloom's podcast. Please subscribe, follow, rate, and also leave a review on your favorite podcast episode on the Podbean podcast app if you have it. We also have social media pages that includes Orchid Bloom's YouTube channel. So definitely check it out. The Ambitious Obsession Network on Facebook and at the ambitious ops on twitter don't forget our instagram page which is what i'm on most of the time and that is at the ambitious net on instagram don't forget to follow and subscribe i appreciate your support and don't forget to share your favorite podcast episode with your family and your friends now i hope you have a splendid day